You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on the Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I'm the owner of Free Method Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice empowering women to break up with diet culture by teaching them how to trust, respect, and feel safe in their bodies. We welcome all foods over here from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. This episode of Food Freedom Podcast is sponsored by our Free Method Recipe Book. It's time that you have a way to create flavor-packed meals that you enjoy that also align with your goal of food freedom. This recipe book is designed to support your intuitive eating journey so you can gain confidence in the kitchen. Complete with recipes that emphasize gentle nutrition, you'll find delicious and simple recipes that allow you to win back your time. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash recipe book to get yours today. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about body trust. And specifically, when we hear the phrase, your body can be trusted, or even just thinking about body trust, what does that mean? I think it's something we may see, you know, in an Instagram post or hear people talk about that your body can be trusted or trusting your body, but that can be hard, right? And so I think first, really looking at, okay, what does body trust mean when we talk about trusting our body? And I think first, what comes to mind is this idea of connecting to your body. So feeling in touch, feeling connected to listening to having an awareness of what your body's telling you. I think body trust also indicates, you know, maybe we've healed or we are on a healing journey from diets and disordered eating, because then that allows us to connect more with our body, to hear our body more. With body trust, we're also nourishing and celebrating our body. So the way that we are feeding our body, the way that we're moving it, the way that we're treating it is coming from a place of nourishment and celebration instead of punishment, judgment, Also, body trust to me has a lot to do with just showing ourselves compassion, because what I don't want you to hear when I'm talking about body trust is that it means you just have to be that you're just like so obsessed with your body all the time. You always feel great in it. You feel 100% connected to it all the time. You listen to it. You respond well. No, because perfection isn't the goal. But I think in cultivating and living out body trust, we do have this deeper connection and relationship with our body. And so in thinking about that, I think it's helpful to also think about what takes us away from body trust. So what disconnects us from our body? And one big thing that we talk a lot about on this podcast is diets, how how they take us away from that. Because with diets, we're tracking, we're weighing, we're measuring, we're using all these numbers, we're you know, following these rules. And so we're not paying attention to our body's needs. We're not paying attention to our hunger cues, our fullness cues, what sounds good to us, what foods we're in the mood for. 
And so diets is really breaking that trust or just disconnecting us from being able to listen to our body. And I also think with diets, we're naturally, you know, not focusing on our hunger cues as much or our fullness cues, or even outside of hunger and fullness, like we're not focusing on what food sounds good. What am I in the mood for, for dinner tonight? Or how do I want to move my body this week? We're more focusing on the rules and the restrictions that maybe come with a diet that we're following or an exercise plan we're following. Another thing that can take us away from body trust is just the increased noise in our society from diet culture, from fitness culture, from friends, from family. We have all these things thrown our way that tell us, you know, our body can't be trusted or have you tried this diet? Have you tried this cleanse? Have you tried this exercise? Do this, do this. We're throwing all of this noise that can be so overwhelming to navigate and can also take us away from that inner wisdom that we have within ourselves of knowing you know, how to care for our bodies, how to move our bodies, how to feed our bodies. I think there's also so many other things that can take us away from body trust. I think trauma is a huge thing that can take us away that, you know, maybe causes us to not feel safe in our body, to want to disassociate from our body, or to think that, you know, my body has caused something. I think another thing that can take us away from body trust is trauma of, you know, experiencing something that is traumatic, whether it was in your childhood or recently, or just at some point in your lifetime can absolutely disrupt your trust with your body. It can, you know, cause you to disassociate, feel uncomfortable connecting with your body, or maybe feed into that thought that your body can't be trusted. And there's a lot of healing that can come with that through therapy and just inner work yourself to really reconnect and gain more trust with your body. And like I said, there's so many other things, you know, just lived experiences, social things you've went through, discrimination that can take us away from that connection with our body or can further feed into that thought that something's wrong with my body. It can't be trusted. You know, if we've experienced stigma, we're bullied growing up. So many different life experiences and stories can absolutely take us away from that connection, from that trust. So then in knowing what body trust is, what takes us away from body trust, I think what's helpful to dig into next is, okay, how do we reestablish this body trust? And with things that I mentioned that take us away from body trust, one, I want you to know this, what I'm about to dive into as far as reestablishing body trust is not an all-inclusive list. There's so many different things and it's so individual. And, you know, for the sake of this podcast, it's more so this is just kind of providing like an overview approach. But if you find in listening to this and especially listening to like what takes you away from body trust, that you do feel very disconnected from your body, it can be so helpful to seek out therapy in the form of, you know, working with a licensed therapist or working with a dietitian or working with both can be huge. And I think that, I mean, point number one right there, how to reestablish body trust is maybe reaching out for help from a therapist, from a dietitian, whatever that may look like. I think also, and this is kind of shifting on, you know, how diets disconnect us from trusting our body is 
and working to reestablish body trust would be working to incorporate more intuitive eating practices into your lifestyle. So trying to walk away from these food rules, trying to unlearn what diets have taught you and learn or relearn intuitive eating principles and what it looks like to actually nourish your body and listen to your hunger and fullness and respect your body. Another thing is practicing joyful movement. So finding ways to move your body that feel good to you, that feel safe, that feel comfortable. Also engaging in self-care and making sure it's, you know, compassionate and showing yourself compassion. And I think under that with self-care, you know, it's easy to think of self-care as like bubble baths and manicures and going to happy hour with friends. And sure, all of that can absolutely be self-care. But self-care, like I mentioned a minute ago, could be going to therapy, could be having a hard conversation, could be setting a boundary that you need to do. So really seeing what are ways I need to care for myself, to advocate for myself, to support myself, to allow myself to reconnect with my body. And then also introducing more introspective work. Because if you find, you know, something that's taken you away from body trust, or if you find where you're at in terms of your relationship with your body is very disconnected or disassociated, then doing things like journaling, meditating, practicing different mantras, spending time in silence, maybe yoga, all of those things, one can feel super uncomfortable if you're at a place of not feeling super connected with your body or not feeling safe in your body. And I think those practices can be super supportive in working to kind of push into that discomfort and work to reconnect with your body. And again, I feel like I can't emphasize this enough in this talk. There can be so many things that take us away from body trust that are so heavy and deep that it's not just as easy as like doing those few things I just mentioned. And especially with the self-care and the introspective work, you know, that can be really, really hard. And that can be something that can be super beneficial to do with some sort of accountability and support, whether that is a therapist or a support group or a trusted family member or loved one. And so I hope you here today, you know, one, I hope you're able to kind of take away from this and see where you feel like you are in terms of just your relationship with your body. Do you feel like you trust your body? And when you hear the statement, your body can be trusted, does that feel true to you? Or when you hear that statement, your body can be trusted, does that feel so far-fetched? And maybe you find yourself somewhere in between, like, okay, I, I feel like sometimes, yeah, my body can be trusted, but sometimes, no, I don't think it can. I encourage you to dig in to that more, no matter where you kind of, where you find yourself on that scale, whether it is trusting your body, not trusting your body or somewhere in between. And if you're listening to this today and you're like, okay, I do feel like I need to bring someone in for support whether it's a dietitian or a therapist. As always, please feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram at dylanmurphy.rd. And I would be happy to chat with you more, send you some referrals for therapists, or tell you a little more about what it's like to work with a dietitian so that we can support you in your journey. I will see y'all on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Free Method Nutrition for more inspiring content on food freedom, intuitive eating, body respect, and many other things. 
If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it to reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe so you always catch our latest conversations. See you next episode. Are you ready to master your mindset and take your health habits to the next level? We created our free method shop with those goals in mind. In our shop, you'll find our freedom journal and elevate affirmation cards. Our freedom journal is a mindset and gratitude journal that will be the perfect addition to your health and wellness journey. Complete with journal prompts and reflection questions, this journal will help you turn your goals into lasting habits. Each journal page is broken into five sections, affirmations, gratitudes, what you're learning, what you need to let go of, and what you need to hold on to. The perfect addition to our Freedom Journal are our Elevate Affirmation Cards. These affirmation cards come with 31 mantras, prompts, and encouragements to elevate your relationship with food and body. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash store to order yours today.